The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Too often we rely solely or primarily on conventional medicine to treat symptoms and disease. But these can mask the problems, so we never get to the root cause of the disease. There are better choices. Welcome to Generation Regeneration with your host, Sandra Guy Malhotra. Conventional medicine does play an important role in effective treatment, but even more important are the daily lifestyle, food, and spiritual choices we make. Now, here is Sandra Guy Malhotra. Welcome, everyone, to Generation Regeneration. I'm Sandra Malhotra, your host for the next hour. Thank you for joining me, whether it be live or on demand. Our goal is to provide information and support for all of you who want to take ownership of your health and engage in a lifestyle that regenerates your body, mind, and spirit. And up to this point, we have not focused on issues specific to children, but that is going to change today. Our guests for today created Veggie Kids, which is an entertainment-driven preschool action adventure series about healthy eating and living. We have with us Robert Archanian, who is the creative director at the Veggie Kids, and Michael J. Leslie, a successful Los Angeles-based composer, orchestrator, and songwriter who composed the Veggie Kids theme song. We will play the lively theme song later in the show, which will be a real treat as the Gen R audience will be the first national audience to hear it. So hello, Robert and Micah, and welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's great to have you both here, and I love your Veggie Kids project, because instilling healthy food and lifestyle habits at an early age will result in much healthier adults. Right now, it's in the pre-production phase, and we'd very much like to see this airing on a major network. So now, Robert, let's start with you. Tell us about your background and what made it motivated you to initiate this project. Okay. Well, um, I'm a father of five healthy children. And um, from the earliest age, my, my wife and I felt fed them healthy foods. And, um, you know, the cornerstone of, of that healthy diet is simply eating lots of fruits and veggies. Uh, we also avoided sugary foods, processed foods, and junk foods. Um, Additionally, we encourage them to engage in sports and other physical activities. Um, and, and their lifestyle, their healthy lifestyle, as kids extended into adulthood. So my daughter, Caitlin, she took dance. That morphed into becoming a, now a certified Bikram yoga uh, instructor. Namaste. Um, <laughs> my daughter, uh, Amy, she's now a, a massage therapist and a non-steroid professional bodybuilder. Uh, my son, he's, uh, in addition to being in great shape, he's at what's called a Rolfer, which is kind of a more advanced form of massage therapy. And, um, you know, he's working successfully on the upper west side of uh, New York City. And finally, my lovely wife, Dolores, she's a yoga instructor also. She's a nurse, a personal trainer, and a nutrition specialist. 
And wow, that's a very uh, healthy family. Her husband. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, I saw like what a healthy lifestyle could have on, on um, my children's lives. And in some cases, it actually became their lives and, and their adult and their, and their livelihood. Um, and I guess at the same time, it's, it's kind of obvious that, um, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a childhood obesity problem. And I love kids. Uh, I, I, um, I also have a teacher background, but kids could be, you know, kids could be mean and cruel. And, and obese and overweight kids are, are often subject to, like, ridicule and bullying. And many times they just feel kind of awful about themselves, you know, just based on the way they look. So that's on a personal level. On a, uh, look through a kind of a different lens on a country level or a macro level. You know, what is, what's going on in the United States? These kids, they grow up, from, they grow up to be unhealthy adults. Uh, and they have abnormally high cases of cancer, diabetes, heart disease, and the list goes on and on. So I get, when you um, measure those medical costs, it's in the billions of dollars. It's, it's, it's in the billions of dollars. And that, that, those costs are only overshadowed by the loss of, of uh, you know, happiness and fulfillment for those people. Uh, and the rest right. of the population that's consumed and consuming junk food and, and you know, th- those unhealthy lifestyles, and you really have a huge mess. So, and I'd also point out that, that it's, it's a fact that junk foods target children from lower socioeconomic backgrounds, and simply meaning the, the poorest neighborhoods. So, that's correct, you know, yes. There's need for a different approach. Something is not working. Um, you know, I became motivated. My wife uh, feels like I'm obsessed, um, you know, and basically my approach is steeped in, in, you know, a reflection of how I, myself and my wife have raised our kids. So it's veggie kids to the rescue. Eating healthy and fun is exciting. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, I was raised by a very health-minded mom as well. There was always a lot of fruits and vegetables around the house, not a lot of junk food, uh, always encouraged to go outside and play, so lots of physical activity. And I feel like that childhood laid the foundation for a much healthier adulthood. So I really can't thank my parents enough for raising me in that way. So now you're... Focused and obsessed. Who else is involved in this project? Um, some focused people that are really dedicated um, to the project, um, to the Veggie Kids project. And hey, that's one of the greatest um, parts of being involved uh, with the Veggie Kids. It's getting to, to meet and work alongside some really top professionals who are just simply cool people. It's kind of like a little family for me. So um, our writer, his name is Doug Davidson. Uh, uh, Jared G. He was our illustrator. He's now a senior artist at Rovio Angry Birds. And then we we have um, Michael J. Leslie, who's with us today. He's a true star, a gentleman, and a celebrity. So um, his music, by the way, believe it or not, is featured on the second most watched commercial in Super Bowl history. So lucky to have him. And uh, that's like a girl. The name of that's like a girl. And last night, I'd like to say uh, my wife and um, my daughter Amy, 
They've been personally supportive, and they've really been indispensable uh, artistic advisors. So, and then indirectly, like the vegans and the vegetarians, they've been especially supportive. There's a great company out there. It's an online store called Vegan Essentials, and um, they sell our book, which is called uh, The ABCs of Nutrition, Learning the Alphabet the Healthy Way, and that stars the veggie kids. And this animation is based on the characters in that book. That's right. And they can actually, if anyone's in front of a computer, they could pull up the ABCs of nutrition and actually see what the veggie kids look like. And we'll be talking about some of these characters in the next segment, actually. So that's a great group you have together there, Robert. And let's just take a moment to talk about the age group that you're targeting. You have mentioned that the target group is two to five years old for this project because of something called metabolic programming. Can you explain what that is? Absolutely. You know, the the answer to that is really fascinating. So let's roll back in time, say, tens of thousands of years when our earliest ancestors roamed the earth. Now picture a mother foraging for food with a young toddler on her hip. She's the gatekeeper. She tastes the food first. If it's good, she passes it to the baby. If it's poison, she spits it out. So that small dose of poison that doesn't affect her would seriously um, affect the baby or possibly kill kill him, the toddler. So... Um, It's good she feeds the baby. The taste buds, the toddler's taste buds are now being accustomed to certain foods. Roll ahead a couple of years, mommy now spends time with her new infant, and that that older child, that now older child, most of the time he's on his own when he's looking for food. But his taste buds, they've been trained to know what to eat. So he's been programmed to survive is what it is. So summing it all up, taste buds have memories. If we roll back to today, it's important to understand that uh, this is really important. It's important to understand that the kids, that the food that kids eat in those formative years will be foods that they crave. They won't just be tolerating them, but it'll be craving them. They'll crave those foods for the rest of their lives. They're, they're pr- actually genetically programmed or metabolically programmed. And how do we know this? It's just simple. It's, it's science is on our side. There's an important flip side to it, though, and, and that's like the mentality of parents who have been brought up with poor diets. Think fast food nation. nation. Um, Daddy tells Johnny, okay, son, eat your broccoli. I'll reward you with a cupcake or a trip to McDonald's. So this is like a really dangerous mindset. It's a flawed mindset, and, and that perpetuates in my opinion, the health problems of this country. So, by the way, we're ripping a page out of McDonald's playbook. You know, we're we're making eating fun and exciting. The only difference is they're doing it for junk food. We're doing it for healthy foods. Okay. Kudos to you guys. This is is great. So thank you for that description. And now let's swing it on over to Michael, who is a very successful musician and composer. And like Robert said, he wrote the music for the second highest watched Super Bowl commercial, Like a Girl. And that one really resonated with me. I was practically standing up and cheering when I saw that commercial during the Super Bowl. It was so great. Uh, For me, I got a PhD in engineering, like a girl. I'm now being rather entrepreneurial, like a girl. So kudos (laughs) to you for being involved in that awesome project. 
we're just going to go ahead and take our break. So this is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra, and we're talking to Robert Urchanian and hopefully we'll be talking to Michael J. Leslie about their animated series, Veggie Kids. And in the next segment, Robert is going to talk to us about the very creative and fun Veggie Kids characters. And we'll also talk more about that theme song. So thank you for joining us and stay tuned to learn more about this wonderful program that strives to teach children about the value of a healthy diet and lifestyle. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. A new health and wellness community is coming in 2015 called HoldTreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. And welcome back. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra. And today we're talking to Robert Orchanian and Michael J. Leslie about their animated project, Veggie Kids, which is a show for children about healthy living. And their tagline is, it's time to vegetize, which is great. Now, before the break, uh, we wanted to swing it over to Michael to talk about his work in composing the Veggie Kids theme song. And the question I had for him, which he's now on the line. Thank you, Michael. Is, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> great. Of all the opportunities that you oh. have, why did you become involved with Veggie Kids? Well, as a child, I grew up very fun and attached to cartoons. And I'm also an artist. I do caricatures, and I, I've, um, I know about the world of animation. So fast forward to being an adult, I'm still that kid that's fascinated with 
cartoon. Um, the only difference is I now look for projects that have a, a message to it, a message especially that is directed towards our youth. Um, I have a younger sister who's 11, and I see the influence that um, her peers and media has on her life. So, of course, that's where we as adults um, step in and say and do all the things to be the example that we need to be to keep them on um, the right path. Well, when I came across Veggie Kids, it had everything that I would want from a children's program for my child, which I don't have yet, but um, my wife and I were planning on that. My wife and my mother-in-law are, um, they used to be um, pre, pre-K teachers, and they're very attached to today's youth in the same way that I am. And when I told them about Rob and his Kids project, they were just as ecstatic about it as I am um, back then and even more so today. Um, this is something I feel that um, our society greatly need to embrace, um, starting with our youth. Um, sometimes it's hard to break habits when we are in our 30s, 40s, and 50s, and we don't really see the need to change, um, either because it's too difficult or we just you know, don't place it as a top priority. So Rob being willing to address this important issue of health and exercise at a very young, you know, with a targeting at a very young age is something I just had to be on board. That's wonderful. Yes, Robert has gotten together a group of very talented and very passionate people like yourself who really want to help out the youth with a very creative program like this. So thank you for being involved. That's great. Oh, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> and now for the rest of this segment, let's get into the Veggie Kids. Robert is going to go ahead and describe the elements of the show that he feels will make the Veggie Kids a success. There are plenty of shows out there that are successful teaching kids about reading, like all the great stuff on PBS, and they also teach social skills. For example, there are shows that teach kids mathematics, like Team Umizoomi, but there aren't any shows out there teaching kids about nutrition with comparably sized audiences. So, Robert... When you get right down to it, the success of your show depends on the story and the characters. Kids will only watch the show if it keeps their interest. And when we first spoke, you told me that Veggie Kids is unique and entertaining on many levels, but not preachy, which is very important. For example, I understand you won't find characters with names like Bobby Banana, Wally the Walnut, or Karen the Carrot. Would you tell us a little bit more about the characters that you did develop for Veggie Kids? Let's start with Cece, for example. Tell us about her and what's all going on behind the scenes. Sure. So, you know, at every opportunity, um, uh, we, we want to have fun. And um, we, we always are looking for ways to integrate entertainment and learning. So right off the bat, for example, um, to overcome obstacles on their missions, the Veggie Kids use superpowers but they relate logically to the food each character represents. And also the names of the characters relate to the health benefit. Um, and we have some exceptions for comic relief and, uh, you know, or contrast. So Cece has super healing power because she has loads of vitamin C. And um, as you, your audience probably knows, vitamin C is necessary for tissue repair. So are the superpowers an exaggeration? Yes, it's, um, we're 100% guilty 
that it's an exaggeration. But as a professional teacher, that's exactly what we want because I know that kids learn best through exaggeration. Um, and by the way, Cece always carries a, a, a Band-Aid in her bag of tricks. Kids love Band-Aids. And, um, you know, try one on a screaming kid and the instant relief for her, you'll get instant relief for her and for you, guaranteed. So, and what does Cece look like? Okay, these characters are all uh, anthropomorphic, so they have, um, you know, uh, heads and uh, coloration and other uh, kind of subdued features that are, um, uh, you know, and then a human body, so they're anthropomorphic, and she's in orange, so CC, vitamin C, she's in orange. Okay, and then there's um, Flash Carotene. Um, He's the leader of the group. And he's fearless, but for some unknown reason, he's afraid of rabbits. Um, but Flash can sum up brilliant flashes of light using his eyes. And um, we all know that carotene breaks down to vitamin A, which is necessary for healthy eyes. And so, he is a big carrot, right? That's correct. Flash carotene is a carrot. I'll tell you, this, to make sure that I describe each one as we go along. We'll tell you what yeah. the fruit of veggie is. Cool. Yeah. Well, Um, I just want to stop a second and analyze what's going on, um, you know, with what we're doing. And I'll refer to a great movie out there. It's called To Kill a Mockingbird with Gregory Peck. And I I guess I hope the audience is not too young because they might not not know who Gregory Peck is and then I'm dating myself. (laughs) But I can't tell you, like, how many times I've heard or read about an attorney who was asked, like, what made you want to become a lawyer? And then the response was, well, it was after I watched To Kill a Mockingbird. And, you know, I've seen it, and I've never seen any advertisements or recruiting efforts in, in that movie, that certainly that I could remember. So, you know, our goal and, and our methodology with Veggie Kids is the same. So kids see these brilliant flashes of light. They see super healing power, um, and they see all sorts of entertainment. And that's at the conscious level. But right below at the subconscious level is lots of learning and messaging going on. And the superpowers are one example of it. So, you know, we're stoking a desire and a willingness to learn through entertainment. And that's how you affect lives. That's how you change lives, just like in To Kill a Mockingbird. Those are great so, characters. Um, and there's, can you, can you describe one more, like Slip the Banana? Sure, sure. So, um... Flip the banana is, um, he, he's a banana, and uh, he is um, the happy-go-lucky guy of the group. And where does that happiness come from? Well, um, he's loaded with tryptophan, and the body converts tryptophan into serotonin, which is known to make you uh, relax, improve your mood, and generally make you feel happier. So, you know... In a sense, he has uh, no superpowers at all, like flashes of light and super strength or healing, but um, he has the greatest superpower of all. He has the greatest superpower because he's positive. He's a can-do guy. He never gives up. He's the uh, team's cheerleader. And by the way, Slip is, he's he's a clumsy guy. He's always tripping (laughs) and flipping all the time and that type of thing. So 
We want the comedy <laughs> in there, too. That's fun. And, of course, you always need great bad guys for any show to be intriguing and successful. Now, can you tell us more about the unsavory characters from the wrong side of the supermarket called the sure. Sugarcoat Gang and the big boss, Boston Cream? Yeah, well, these guys are so scary and, and evil, we might have to ask the uh, parents to let the kids kiddies leave the, uh, the audience for this part because they're really <laughs> scary. Well, we just joking. We don't want to lose any audience. But, um, yeah, the Sugar Coat Gang are a bunch of unsavory characters. They're, um, they're baddies from the wrong side of the supermarket aisle, and they're uh, lowlifes with high caloric content. Um, <laughs> no, they're in most of the show, and they're in a lot of the shows, but they're not in, in you know, in, in many of the shows, and we'll get to that, that later. So the gang members are Candy Rapper, um, she's a brightly wrapped uh, and wrapping candy bar, and she's a musical menace with an empty calorie heart. So, um, you know, the <laughs> wrapping, like, slips cheers. They, you know, especially for kitties, and this is the teacher in me, like, somebody will say something, and then she'll rap the song. So that lends uh, clarity. It reinforces understanding of the storyline, and it adds, mu- it adds musicality to the uh, proceedings. Yeah, and so I like it's chip. candy wrapper as in R A P P E R. Right, like a candy wrapper. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, our, we sing songs as like a rapper would sing songs, candy wrapper. Yes. That's right. Yeah, so uh, she's a candy bar. Um, then we have Chip. He's, he's rich, smug, sliced, and fried. <laughs> and he's an overprocessed potato chip. He thinks that, uh, that he's all that <laughs> and, and a, a bag, bag of, of chips. himself. So, um, Doug, Doug Davidson did a really good job on this. And then there's Pops. He's, um, you know, he's a, uh, a veteran of the Cola Wars and he's a carbonated creep. Um, <laughs> and he's, uh, you know, beady eyed bottle of sugary soda and cantankerous. <laughs> and then, uh, there's the uh, cheeseburger and he spits out the cheesiest lines ever. And then there's the most evil. There's Boston Cream. He's the supreme cream with his distinct. New England accent and a distaste for fresh produce. Oh, so, along, okay. along with his sugary minions, it, this diabolical donut constantly schemes to undermine the veggie kids. A diabolical donut. Yep. That's great. That's good. Okay. I, I like all of them, the good guys and the baddies from the wrong yeah. side of the supermarket. That's okay, we thank you for... more, too, but we don't, I think we're running out of time of, of uh, veggie kids. There are many more, yeah, and folks can check out uh, the abcsofnutrition.com to see them all. Now, before the break, we have just a couple of minutes. Let's swing back to the theme song that we mentioned. We're going to play part of it on the other side of this break. But in the meantime, Michael, can you give us a behind-the-scenes look at your creative process with the song? What types of elements did you want to incorporate in it to make it so appealing? Well, in order to have a memorable theme song, it starts with the melody, um, something that is catchy, and, and not to go in, in depth with um, musicality, but the chord progressions is usually what, um, where it begins. And lyrically, one of the things that Rob wanted to convey in the song is to have it very descriptive, and he used the Gilligan Island theme song as a reference for me to piggyback off of. Um, because it, it tells a story from beginning, you have a beginning and middle and ending to it. And so we wanted to 
make sure that the theme song for Veggie Kids um, did the same. So I um, spent a few days just getting my ideas in order as far as um, certain keywords, certain key characters that we wanted to make sure were in the song. And I just played around with a few um, instrumentals that I currently had. And once I found something that Rob uh, kind of greenlit, I recreated an original piece, um, something that has a lot of energy because we are, it's a target audience of kids ranging from two to five. So their attention span um, is quite short at that, that time unless you give them something that um, can really stick. So it was very imper- imperative that the melody of the song was something that kids can not only sing along to while watching the show, but something that would stay fresh in their head even as they, you know, they go on about their day. So it was um, a very fun experience. You know, we did a few rewrites just to make sure that we um, touched base and we tackled all the, the necessary um, parts of the song that were descriptive of what the show is as a whole. So, Okay, you know, sounds be- good and can't wait to hear it. And that brings us to our next short break. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra. And we're talking to Robert Urchanian and Michael J. Leslie about their animated project, Veggie Kids. And in the next segment, we'll talk about the fun and creative storylines that the kids get involved in. And also listen to Michael's theme song. That should be fun. Stay tuned to learn about the missions that the kids go on to defeat the baddies from the wrong side of the supermarket. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. A new health and wellness community is coming in 2015 called wholetreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness.
This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. And welcome back. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and today we're talking to Robert Orchanian and Michael J. Leslie about their animated project, Veggie Kids, which is a show for preschool children about healthy living. And their tagline for this animated series is, It's Time to Vegetize. And we've been talking about the theme song for the last couple of segments, and now we're ready to play it. So let's roll. And as a tell is told Of kids who show the way to eat and grow Fruits and veggies are their favorite treats Instead of filling up on sugar sweets Because it's something that you need to know You have the power to be fit from head to toe Now vegetarians you want the things to do To grow and strong by eating healthy foods And snacky grins With carotene and his healthy crew They have a plan and it begins with you, yeah Because it's something that I know you've heard You can't defeat these healthy food offenders You have the power, gotta let it show Show them that healthy living is the way to go And there we have it, and that was great. I love fruits and veggies are the preferred treats. So, Michael, <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I know I was dancing in my chair as this was playing. That was great. <laughs> thank you so much. You're welcome. Now, Robert, up to this point, we introduced the Veggie Kids main characters like Cece, the orange with the healing superpowers, Flash Carotene, the carrot who has exceptional vision. And we also talked about the high-calorie baddies and the sugar coke gang. Now let's get into where all the action takes place with these characters, a place called Fresh World, a whimsical hybrid of produce and humanity. Can you paint a picture of what Fresh World looks like? Sure. Um, well, Fresh World is, is uh, a place where uh, veggie kids and a host of other types of fruits and veggies live and they play. So it's a truly uh, modern, um, real alternative reality, and it has things like Colossus, Colossal Corn Cub Condos uh, and a Watermelon Superdome. Uh, the buses resemble shopping carts, and the taxis are rolling versions of supermarket handbaskets. <laughs> That's great. You'll see letters. Um, you know, buildings of letters, and they, they represent uh, vitamins. That's a regular part of the architecture. And you'll also see um, green landscapes, trees, fields of tall yellow wheat swaying in the wind. 
And these are, these are really all great uh, visuals provided by Mother Nature. Kind of just had a look out the window in a sense. And, you know, Mother Nature also connects the statement, you eat with your eyes. So the vibrant colors of fruits and veggies, they make eating healthy such a wonderful and exciting experience. You eat with your eyes. Um, then there's the greenhouse. Um, it's Veggie Kids headquarters, and it's a huge hydroponic greenhouse with the same neoclassical architecture and porticos uh, as of the White House. These Doric columns and their giant celery stalks. Oh, that's and of great! Course, the Veggie Kids flag uh, flag flies top on top. So, um, and then inside, in addition to the hydroponic gardens. The, this is this is another uh, learning thing here. The, the greenhouse boasts a seriously high-tech gym, and it's known as the power room. So when the kids work out here, large screens, they show uh, kid-friendly x-ray images of the muscles as they're working. And the advantage of the power room from a sto- storytelling perspective is its ability to hold any kind of exercise equipment, um, any piece of, of equipment from a, a jump rope to a scuba gear to maglev trampolines. And oh. um, all of these can be introduced and explained throughout the series. So, you know, there's so many physical activities to cover that every ep- episode can introduce something new and fresh. And uh, now we're to the greenhouse. The greenhouse, that, that also contains the control room, and that's where Colonel works. Colonel's uh, anthropomorphic uh, corn. Um, it's full of array of fun uh, spy equipment, and it has several uh, Apple computers that they look like apples. By oh, the nice. way, when uh, Colonel gets excited, steam comes out of his ears and he pops his top. So <laughs> Colonel's shoot out every which way like popcorn. But, um, you know, it's a good thing that CC is always around to put, put the Colonel back together with his super healing powers. <laughs> That's nice. Now, what about the Diabolical Donut Boston Creams Factory? Oh, boy, that's another bad one. <laughs> it's scary. So, um, well, this is uh, actually a um, machinery-filled mecca of candy, cake, and all things malnutritional as a home base for Supreme Cream and his cloying crew. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a lounge of um, filled with extra-long couches, where, what do you think? They sit all day, they eat, and they play video games. And then the, oh, uh, there's still life paintings on the walls, and uh, the subject of those pictures are all junk food. So it's uh, drab, dark, and full of thyroid-threatening dugs, and it's far from a sweet destination. <laughs> That's great. Okay, let's get into now what you call your organic storylines. One of my favorites is Pineapple Upside Down Quake. Can you elaborate on this and some others that you really like? Sure. Um, well, there's always a nutrition message and an exercise message through in, in each episode. Uh, and as I said, many of them don't include the sugar coat gang, but uh, the, the, um, the Pineapple Upside Down Quake is our pilot. And it's the way it goes is in a scheme to keep kids from going out to play, Boston Cream uses a flip-o-matic machine to turn Fresh World upside down. 
And uh, when the buildings and the trees and everything else are upside down and the sky uh, is where the ground should be and vice versa, uh, Pina, that's our uh, pineapple superhero, uh, she uh, needs to take the lead and she uses her gymnastic skills to swing around and save the day. So Pina, uh, by the way, is loud, she's prickly, and she's somewhat cocky. But uh, deep down inside, she really doubts herself. And when it comes time to save the day, she panics and she's frozen by fear. So that's until her family, the veggie kids, with cheers of support and love, help her overcome her fears and she wins the day. And, of course, that's with extra help from Slip the Banana with all that tryptophan. (laughs) And we really think that Slip and Pina, um, they really like each other, but Pina with all that huff and puff, She'll never let on. Okay. And how about another good one? Fire roasted veggies, where the kids are asked to capture a fire-breathing dragon and get help from a friendly dragon fruit. Okay. I mean, just Doug, just even with these titles, you did such a great job just with the titles. Uh, So the veggie kids are asked to come to Thailand to capture a fire-breathing dragon. And uh, once they get there... They get help from a uh, friendly dragon fruit. Thailand in Southeast Asia, by the way, is where the uh, dragon fruit originated from. So there's learning going on there, too. But along the way, they're introduced uh, to and learn about different cultures and values. So this is an example of an episode that goes beyond simply the lessons of a healthy lifestyle. It informs kids, like, about diversity, social acceptance. It's... um, I guess it's about embracing all peoples, no matter whom they are or where they come from. So it's something that helps kiddies build character. And, uh, you know, there's an endless amount of possibilities for exploration in episodes because there's so many different exotic fruits and veggies to learn about from all around the world. So That's right. Those are great messages. And last but not least, in the last couple minutes before the break... There's You Say Tomato, where the veggie kids help a tomato girl with an identity crisis. Okay. When I first read this, I really, I really laughed. And I love talking about this episode because uh, it's, it's uh, for any aged audience, and it's really just plain funny. So the veggie kids need to, to help out uh, tomato girl because she has an identity crisis. Is she a fruit or is she a vegetable? <laughs> and... So she has to go to a support group with other misunderstood fruits. And who's there? There's a pumpkin, uh, a banana, and a cucumber. And the pumpkin, by the way, is not a vegetable. It's a fruit, and specifically it's a berry. Uh, The banana is both a fruit and an herb, so he's got problems. (laughs) But then there's a cucumber boy, and, you know, he knows he's a fruit. However, he just fell into a vat of brine, so now everybody's calling him Pickle Boy. (laughs) <laughs> so, and you think you have problems. So, uh, the way everything shores up is that tomato girl learns it doesn't uh, matter what other kids say as long as you lead a, uh, you know, a happy life and healthy life, hopefully. That's another great message. And on that note, we are ready for our final break. Thank you for the description of these wonderful storylines. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra, and we're talking to Robert Orchanian and Michael J. Leslie about their very funny and creative animated project, Veggie Kids, which is a show for children about healthy living. 
And with main characters like Cece and a diabolical donut, how could this not be great? We'll wrap up on the flip side. See you in a few. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. A new health and wellness community is coming in 2015 called WholeTreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. And welcome back. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and today we have been chatting with Robert Archanian and Michael J. Leslie about their animated project, Veggie Kids, which is an animated show for preschool children about healthy eating and living. And this is the final segment, so we'll take the opportunity to wrap up. Now, firstly, Robert, the great thing about Veggie Kids is that it delivers an important message in a very fun way. And you make the great point that prior attempts to target the preschool market have focused narrowly on nutritional indoctrination at the expense of story and entertainment. However, there are many animated shows for kids. So what would you say to folks who say, this isn't all that different and that I've heard of this before? Cool. Um Great question. Uh, I would, I would um, understand that, but maybe to start the explanation, let's take a look a little about at history. So uh, Gutenberg, Gutenberg's like printing press was one of the greatest inventions in, in the history of mankind. It, it really broke the literacy uh, of the, uh, the um, uh, elites. You know, the elites' monopoly of knowledge, it broke that, that uh, monopoly. Um, it, it allowed, like, the common man throughout the world to learn. Um, but the printing press was actually a combination of the wine press and the coin press. Gutenberg, by the way, worked in, at a family mint as a boy. That was his uh, company's business. So uh, he had some great visuals. Um, so two, two common machines, when combined, created an invention that changed the course of mankind. And then if you think about um, more recent history... 
We have Stephen uh, Jobs in the iPod. There was something called the MP3 player that came along first. It controlled the market. The iPod did the same exact thing as the MP3 player. It simply does it better, and now the MP3 player is gone. So, you know, we have these anthropomorphic characters. There's nothing like that out there at all. These fruits and veggies that are mostly human and part part vegetable or fruit. Uh, We have better, we have great music, and we have better storylines. And then going to that iPod reference, when you combine everything, we have uh, what we are sure is a unique property, you know, a a unique animation that uh, stimulates learning uh, and entertainment. I would agree. I think you have a very unique combination here of very fun characters and very creative storylines that are entertaining for kids of all ages. I know I would get a kick out of watching these episodes. Uh, But also you managed to weave in things that are very educational about food and lifestyle and just the challenges of growing up. So I think you're really onto something here. And I know probably some folks listening to this love this project as much as I do and would like it to be on the air. Can you update us on the progress that you've made on the business front? What are the next steps for Veggie Kids? Okay. Well, um, I have a, um, an MBA from NYU, and I have 30 years of Wall Street experience. So, um, you know, what does that mean in terms of, of um, our business model, which it has to be a for-profit business model. It has to, it has to like, uh, work on a network, so to speak. Um, it has to survive there and thrive there. What that means is that um, we're on our way to being funded. Um, additionally, there are nonprofits and government agencies who share our common goal, uh, you know, to address the issues of uh, childhood obesity. So we're in early negotiations with those organizations. And then I guess the, the um, third pillar would be um, the sponsors and advertisers out there who really didn't even exist 25 years ago. Um, so, and you need those to have a, to have a TV show. So um, you have Whole Foods, you have Plum Organics, you have Poland Spring Waters, not to mention any of the large... Uh, produce companies like Dole or whatever. I'm not suggesting that we are negotiating with any of these companies. They're only examples, but we've, re- we've just started in, the, in that area. So, you know, besides having a unique platform of education and entertainment, uh, we're certainly have a unique business model and a viable model that's supported by funding, non- as I said, summing up, funding nonprofit organizations, uh, sponsors, and advertisers. So... And then, of course, we're actively pitching to networks. Um, The timeline on that could be anywhere from two months to two years. But we're extremely happy with the progress we've made so far. Uh, For example, we're currently in negotiations, early negotiations, with a company called Nine Story Entertainment. And um, that's for a co-production. And they co-production of, of the uh, Veggie Kids. And they're the largest animation company in Canada. Their shows are seen all over the world. Um, a deal with them would give us instant credibility. Um, but then again, you know, things take time, so there's no guarantees there. But as I said, we're thrilled with the progress we, we made up to this point. 
Yeah, I absolutely agree with you that the national consciousness definitely has shifted in the last couple of decades. The market for healthy, organic, local, sustainable food is just exploding. And so people are just much more interested in this. And what a better way to teach children about this than a fun animated series. So I think your project is very timely. Right. And, um, you know, I certainly would welcome any questions or comments. You know, we'd like to hear from the audience. The best way to do that is through my email, which is teacher2554 at gmail.com. So it's like school teacher. So it's teacher2554 at gmail.com. I would especially like to hear from people in uh, education. And if you wanted to get through to Doug Davison or Michael J. Leslie, you can get back to me at that teacher2554 at gmail.com. And uh, I would get the information over to them. Um, and the other one is I mentioned them at the outset is Google um, Vegan Essentials. And their, Vegan Essentials has over 2,000 um, different all-vegan pro- uh, products that they can ship throughout the world. Um, they've been in business for 17 years. They've been voted the best online store for nine years in a row by Veg News Magazine. Um, and for the listeners, they're, for the current week, they're offering a 30% discount off the current price of our book. So the ABCs of Nutrition, Learning the Alphabet the Healthy Way, is now on uh, sale for $6.95. And, um, you know, you can Google Vegan Essentials or you can get to me at my email and uh, we'd be happy to help you. And... Of course, Ryan and Courtney are great people there at Vegan Essentials. Thank you. The book itself, The ABCs of Nutrition, is just simply a fun and healthy way for toddlers to, to learn the alphabet. And there's 26 veggie kids in that uh, book. So That's right. And, and you were uh, kind you enough to, to share. See, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. If you wanted to see the book online, as, as Sandra said before, um, you can see it in draft form at the abcsofnutrition.com. That's the ABCs of nutrition.com. And uh, one last time, reach me at teacher2554 at gmail.com. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, thank you both. That's all the time we have for today. And so wonderful job, Robert and Michael, for joining us and sharing your vision for Veggie Kids. I wish you immense success with this project because it is important and timely and the airwaves would be all the better for all of us with veggie kids on them. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Much appreciated that you had us. And thank you again. And next week, our guest will be shaman and medicine woman, Renee Reed, who will discuss the nature of true healing from within. We all have more creative and healing powers than we realize. So join us for an enlightening discussion. And until then, let's scoot over to Twitter at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. Please join us again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. In the coming week, think of the changes that you could make to regenerate your body, mind, and spirit. We'll be right back.